0: Hey everyone, welcome to Probably Science. I'm Matt Kirshen. There's Andy Wood. Hey. Uh, Let's just get right into it. Sure. Why not? We're in in your apartment. The gas has just been turned on Uh... after...
1: Yeah, the first day when it breaks like 90 degrees, I finally have heat in my apartment. Thank you, Gas Man. Far too much heat.
0: Um, Super funny comedian, super funny guest. Thank
1: you. Oh, oh,
0: (laughs) oh. But not that you're not funny. I think you're very funny, Andy. But so is our guest, Candace Thompson.
2: Hi, guys. How's it going? I'm going very well. How about yourselves? Good. I'm
1: very good. Thanks for waiting for the gas, man. You're welcome. He got a little treat. I, I wonder if he went home and Googled and tried to figure out what this thing was that we were setting up for.
2: Oh, he has no idea.
1: Well, he heard us talking about science. He saw us setting up recording gear. I wonder if he was like, I'm fascinated by this guy's, what is the inner life of the person who's gas just Just to turned look at him, <laughs> just from his
0: facial expression when this was happening, he could not have given less of a shit. <laughs> yeah,
1: tr- I don't
2: think, true. yeah, no. He, he probably thought we were about to do a porn. <laughs>
0: Very An audio. audio. <laughs> yeah.
1: But that's <laughs> the that thing. exists, yeah. Yeah,
0: specifically for people who are sight impaired, that's a
1: thing as well. Or I'm sure there's ASMR porn. Yeah. Right? What is that? That's the thing. Uh, I don't actually, I forgot what it stands for, but like people who get like tingly feelings in their heads from having like... I think it's also sensory
0: meridian response. What?
1: Like if you ha- if somebody, <laughs> uh, like if somebody like um, whispers... Like psychic... No, kind it's, of abilities? It's, not, it's not as Autonomous like, magical sensory as, m- as it sounds. Response. It's not as bullshit. I mean, it's just a thing where you get like uh goosebumps kind we, of
0: Yeah, we've talked about this before on on the show. It I I get it. It's and some people do. Have you ever noticed there's there are certain videos on YouTube that are just people whispering instructions or just pretending to cut someone's hair? Or also even like the, no. a large amount of the success
1: of... Yeah, there, there are 3D, 3D audio recordings of getting your hair cut so it feels like they're going from here to here. And it makes you go like, ooh, like... No, Ging. I've never looked at that, but now I'm going to. People
0: we wear... Like, they don't set me off. Different things set me off. But they, it works for some people, that specific thing. And like, people wear headphones and, and it's just someone going like, I'm gonna just trim around the edges
1: now. It's working. And, it's, like, happening, yeah, exactly. it's happening. Yeah, uh, exactly. I have better headphones than you do right now. So had, it works for me. We
0: had a few people... When, um, when Henry Phillips was our guest... By the way, shout out to Henry Phillips. Everyone, go and um, watch Punching Henry, the new movie that's out now uh, on video on demand and in select uh, movie theaters. But mm-hmm. it's on iTunes, on Amazon, all those kind of things. I'm in it, and so are loads of our past guests and some substantially more famous people who are yet to appear on the show.
1: <laughs> so I like that they, so they will all eventually. They will all eventually. Give it enough time. But then again, it's Sarah like, Silverman, J.K. Right.
0: Simmons, TIG, no, never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> um uh mike judge all of them about to appear on the show but for mm-hmm. now they haven't but they are all in punching henry which is henry phillips's hilarious movie and you get to see me in a couple of scenes Come but also you get to see some very very funny scenes that i'm not in uh but yeah this is like yeah some people get like little tingly responses from
2: just from watching the video watching the so video th- or being, the audio i think right?
0: yeah it's-, it's it's the whole thing it's sort of some people, it's just like the, the the explaining, the sort of almost coddling. Like, I'm going to take you through this now. And if you'd like to come with me, sir. Uh-huh. Like, they have these videos that start like that. And, uh, um. You have a nice voice for that. You should do those some Maybe of those I should. Maybe audios. that's a new. Um, Jesse, uh, our uh, currently absent third host. Um, it's been two years. It has Love been two years. He's still <laughs> the host. I still think yeah. he's honorary th- honorary yes. third host are probably so But his, uh. <laughs> his. One of his triggers is when a hotel receptionist draws a map of how to get from the elevator to a, to a room. You know, that really simplistic map where they're just yeah, like, yeah. okay, if you just turn left out of the room, yeah. go down the corridor, and you're going to be the fourth <laughs> fourth room on the right-hand side. I mean, so He's like, of oh, of sorry, you could you just triggered...
1: say that one more time for me? <laughs> like, <laughs> so both of you get it from basically, like, condescending things.
0: It kind of is, yeah, because my, my trigger is, like yeah f- someone talking about something fairly simplistic in a very serious manner, so like I get triggered by um psychics, for example, mm-hmm. even though I don't have any belief in that stuff, but i am i I love having someone sort of tell me about my horoscope or read my palm because I'm like it just feels good. Wait, but so it, <laughs> is,
1: is is it a different feeling? Because I'm, I'm not sure we've still explained this to you adequately, Candice. Do you, do you get the feeling we're talking about? Like the back of your head? For me, sort of it's tingles. like a
0: little tingle that starts like around the, my neck and the head and then runs down my spine. Yeah, I
2: think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And I feel like I also might experience that, but I just don't. I don't think I've ever really fully paid attention to it before. Uh-huh. So I don't know what my triggers right. are.
0: If you go on YouTube and because I don't. Uh, if you go on YouTube and just search for the phrase ASMR, mm-hmm. you'll see thousands it's of videos like, come up.
1: It's like discovering a new uh, sub Twitter, new, a new like you know version of yeah, a new uh, what's the word for that? Like a uh, sub grouping of the oh my god, I don't know internet speak. What are words? Finding a different group within a group on the internet that is like a whole thing, god, oh, a rabbit oh hole that god. I'm going to go down. I didn't Thanks, sleep guys. Enough last night.
2: The thing for me on YouTube uh, has been Illuminati videos. Oh, that's a rabbit hole you don't want to go down
1: are I, they all Are they all uh, completely earnest or are some of them like kind of jokey oh no
2: they're all uh, they're all these conspiracy theorists who believe in the Illuminati and all the celebrities that are part of the Illuminati yeah, and yeah. so none of them are like parody or none of them are actually. these are all people that fully believe that these people are like devil worshippers yeah. and that there's a new world order and they're brainwashing everybody
1: it's a little bit like Well not really But did you listen to The Richard Simmons podcast That just started No I
2: heard ago? about it And I hear it's like It's number one Number I'm one right.
0: In the world In podcasts I, now I, I'm just on I've just finished episode three This afternoon
2: Is it really good I can't What I don't Do they just give updates Every episode Because I don't know well, I couldn't imagine No
0: it's a full like Storytelling Like it, it's It goes into the same Kind of depth That like a This American Life thing would Mm-hmm where it, it's got it, it's got interviews and it's really nicely produced and oh, it's got okay. like a narrative.
2: Okay.
1: And even if he comes out of his house tomorrow and is like, hey guys, I'm fine. I'm just, it still doesn't remove that it's an interesting podcast because it also just like explores what he's meant to people and like what he's done. Because I always thought of him as just like a-, a joke, you know, he's silly. I
2: think to us growing up, he was a joke. We mm-hmm. laughed at, he would come out in those little tight tank yeah, tops yeah. and those little... Booty shorts Right yeah, Like a grown still, man With a little
1: afro I mean he still did that Up until three years ago Every week at Slimmons Yeah and Did you uh,
2: I knew people that went there I know some comedians That went there
1: I was just going to show you I just changed my profile picture Back to the the picture I took with him there Six years ago
2: Matching shorts I so hope So
1: you actually did a class You did a Yeah Because he would teach At this studio Slimmons in Beverly Hills The same one he opened Before he got famous um, every Saturday for like $10 and then afterwards he would stay for like an hour to take pictures with everyone You're holding.
2: There. wait he looks tiny he's tiny yeah is he really tiny he's very tiny like,
1: and he's in a full cowboy five, costume he's in, well he's in a Toy Story Woody costume and he's wearing pantyhose um, but he jumped up on me he, he had to choreograph all the pictures we took as a group so he made us do one Charlie's Angels picture he did one where he just jumps up and if you're a straight guy in the class he pulls you in the middle of the class everyone circles around and then he pulls off your shirt and like accosts you and is like running his fingers through my chest hair and stuff and i heard from the podcast that that's what happens every straight man who goes to the class and there's
2: usually like just one per class
1: yeah there might have been like two (laughs) (laughs) but he was like giving me relationship advice and stuff he was uh, he's he's awesome and then you find out he had these pen pal relationships with hundreds of people where he would write them every week for decades which is why it's weird he disappeared because he was like so in touch with so many people and actually cared about the letters just stopped Three years ago, he just, like... Everything just fell off. And he used to come out every day in front... Now I'm just telling someone else's podcast on our podcast. Go listen to Miss, <laughs> well, Missing curious. Richard Simmons. You're already listening to it. It's uh, He would come out every day and, and um, greet the people who would drive by in those Starline Star oh, yeah, Tours yeah. buses. And
2: none of that anymore. Now,
1: now he has, like, a gate up, and he's not he's inaccessible. He never comes out of the house. No one even knows if he's in there. So there's always different theories about whether he's, like, being sort of held captive by his I have heard that before, yeah. But yeah, it's an interesting podcast. But I was thinking about the Illuminati because one of his uh, friends th- thinks that the legitimately believes that the um, housekeeper is a witch. <laughs> like not just metaphorically, but that no, she like
2: actually... she's Wiccan and like yeah, put yeah. spells
0: on people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, uh, Candice, before mm-hmm. we get into this week's stories, we like to ask our guests this and I already know the answer to this because we chatted about it the other night. What is your background in science? And-
2: oh well i actually was a science major in college i went to Miami university in oxford ohio not the good miami everyone always confuses it <laughs> my brother the, went there in oxford yeah oh, <laughs> oh. i know miami yeah. okay well yes and i studied dietetics which is in health and nutrition so i had to take like organic chemistry and biochem and anatomy and a lot of science courses so but which i have also now forgotten all yeah. of that information. Well, that's a common
0: thread for the, yeah. same goes for any of our backgrounds now Yeah. Like, it's like I can't use this anymore but still you know it was something do you still take an interest in it Do you still follow this?
2: absolutely I'm like a relatively healthy person like I really do watch what I eat and exercise and stuff like that so it is stuff that I'm glad that I now know it because I carry it with me but yeah. at the same time it's like I knew back then I was like I can't work in a hospital I'm too silly like I'm too goofy I'll kill somebody <laughs> <laughs> and it's I'll be cracking jokes over someone losing their foot from diabetes <laughs> <laughs> this is not appropriate you mean diabetes yeah no I can't <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: uh were you were you sciencey at uh school like high school before you went to college
2: was i sciencey yeah um i don't even know, really know what that means like just into science like just
0: yeah like did you enjoy the science side, or did you kind of skew more arts with
2: you know i probably went more arts than science cool yeah I mean, I still like science. I love Bill Nye. Wait, word on the street is that Bill Nye is not even like a real scientist. Is this true?
1: He has the same... No, sorry. He went to the same school I did. He has an undergrad degree in engineering from the same school I went to.
2: Okay, but he's but not I like... I don't know if
1: he has a graduate degree. I think he just mm-hmm. has a mechanical engineering degree. But like, whatever. If I can talk about science, Bill Nye can talk about science. And I'm not, I'm not putting us on the same level. I'm also like, he's had decades to uh, right. be this... Uh, science communicator and therefore stay on top of stuff so what was the question again
2: <laughs> if, if, he's a, if he's a real scientist well my friend was like he's not even a real scientist he like got mad well, he's not even a real si- I was like he, he said he's not a scientist he says he's a yeah. science guy
1: he has an engineering degree from a good school <laughs> yeah. and and uh, an impressive sketch comedy pedigree did you ever watch <laughs> Almost Live that show he was on before he did Bill and the Science Guy uh-uh. he was on a Seattle sketch comedy show called Almost Live
2: hilarious so he's like an actor scientist yeah or
1: a comic <laughs> yeah, yeah he had uh Recurring characters like uh, Speedwalker, who's a crime-fighting superhero. His only superpower was just speedwalking. Hilarious.
2: Yeah, no, I'm going to have to go in my archives and look that up. It's got to be on YouTube. Everything's on YouTube.
0: Hey, while while we are kind of vaguely in the realm of chemistry and diet and things that various people have consumed, uh, Neanderthals Mm -hmm. uh, may, according to a recent study of their teeth have used aspirin and or penicillin. Hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm just stalling for time because your shitty internet is not connecting to my shitty oh, computer again. Oh well, God,
1: I'm sorry. And I'm, I'm going to blame the gas guy.
0: Yeah, yeah of course. The gas guy. So, uh, Neanderthals uh, self-medicated for pain. They dosed themselves with painkillers and possibly penicillin according to a
1: study of their teeth. Um,
2: but penicillin wasn't even discovered yet, was it?
1: Wasn't it something you can get from uh, just mold? Mold? It I is think. mold. I think so, but... Maybe they, uh, they wouldn't
2: have known what it was.
1: No. Well, here's the thing. So
2: the evidence comes from
0: ancient DNA fi- found in the dental tartar of <laughs> Are you. Just chucking. It? Well, we've already established that, by the way, uh, off like off air from previous encounters, that uh, Candace is a racist. Hugely. <laughs> uh, you I have to it- let
2: them know I'm black first, and then <laughs> you can say the racist part. It's, it's okay if I'm a black racist, but it's not okay if you if it's the other way. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not a racist. I was just. Have you? Did you? Okay. okay.
1: Who, look back in your history of the people who have said the the phrase "I'm not a racist." What has been the through line for those people? So I
0: I was just heading out to the to the, it was the improv a few yeah. weeks ago just to hang out with my friends in what uh, I thought was a safe space. Uh. uh I don't know this. Story, and you so were I'm verbally assaulted. To- I was, well, Candace Cand- didn't realize I was there. Didn't realize I was just just behind, just walking up. <laughs>
2: And I was talking to, I think it was Sandro Yocolano and another comedian who I can't remember. Maybe been Jeffrey Baldinger. And uh, I started. Uh, t- do you remember Simon? Well, hello, my name is Simon, and I like to do drawings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started singing that song. Yeah. <laughs> And then Matt. Just she what? just like
0: I just happened to be just walking up right at that moment, and she turned around. It was it was you had the reaction of someone who just been like. Super
1: caught <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was like Oh I, I didn't mean it <laughs>
1: And then Matt went Are you looking at me bum You tiki monkey yeah.
2: Which I promise I wasn't making fun Of British people
0: Again we've established before, This is an SNL sketch Yeah Mike Myers and We've established before That I have very little Knowledge of SNL Because SNL wasn't really Broadcast in the UK well, so. I-
2: I have to cut you off Because it was it, Mike, Mike Myers did a parody of it It actually originated From a sketch From Captain Kangaroo
1: Because I was going to say I was wondering if it's related To Simon Land of Chalk Drawings
2: That's what it was okay. That's what That was his theme was a, song The theme
1: song was the same But different words Right um, The things I draw come true Yes <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah Yeah Yeah. And that, I didn't know I couldn't remember I just remembered it from my childhood But then I looked it up <laughs> And it was like Oh that was I, I remembered Mike Myers Making fun of him And then I looked it up And I was like Oh
1: that's the real that's the real one okay yeah Uh,
0: (laughs) so because uh it's like a hate crime
2: yeah it's like i'm so sorry you weren't supposed to hear that
0: oh i know i
1: know i wasn't supposed to hear that (laughs) um so uh these are considered british microaggressions
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> so exactly is, what yeah. i mean of all the comics to walk by when i'm doing that like matt Kirshen, the one british comic that we have
1: he uh, dropped his oversized lollipop he was so <laughs> aghast shattered on the ground
0: if i wasn't wearing pantaloons that day you would have been
2: <laughs> oh you would have gotten it big time candace <laughs>
0: uh neanderthals tend not to brush their teeth so oh, the remnants of things brushes so the remnants of things that they consume tend to get stuck and harden over time uh are you just laughing at the sound of his voice now
2: laughing at everything he's saying because this is so of course they didn't brush their teeth oh, okay okay of course they didn't floss
0: um well they didn't floss but they did medicate well they're so kind they of had- like
2: british people in that all right, all right, oh,
0: see? all right now. Hey, hey.
2: <laughs> oh, did I go too far? <laughs>
0: uh, so by sequencing the DNA uh, that's been preserved, international researchers have found new details of the diet, lifestyle, and health of our closest extinct relatives. Their behavior and their diet looks a lot more sophisticated and a lot more like us in many ways, says Professor Alan Cooper, director of the University of Adelaide's Australian Centre for Ancient DNA. Uh, it's a very specific center. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, you know, we've got a guy self-medicating, either because he's got a dental abscess, which was bad, or nasty gastrointestinal parasite, which was also bad. And either way, he wasn't a happy guy. This is an Australian scientist, by mm-hmm. the way. That's, that's the phrasing. Um, and here he is eating aspirin, and we're finding penicillin mold in him. The Neantil's abscess left, left a trace on his jawbone, and the intestinal parasite was identified through studying DNA in the dental tartar. It appears the Neanderthals had good knowledge of, medis- of medicinal plants and how these might relieve the pain of toothache or stomachache. They also might have used antibiotics long before the benices were developed in modern times.
2: Mm. Ooh, so the use of- changes everything.
0: Yeah, the use of antibiotics would be very surprising since Professor Cooper, as this is more than 40,000 years before we develop penicillin. Certainly, our findings contrast... Markedly, with a rather simplistic view of our ancient relatives. Um, the researcher also gave de- details of the diet and Neanthils. Uh, the ones found at a cave site in Belgium were prolific meat eaters, dining on rhinoceros and wild sheep, supplemented with mushrooms. Others living further south in Spain were largely vegans, consuming moss, bark, and pine nuts, and they also cycled everywhere. What? Uh, no, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs>
1: so gullible why did I even ask that question oh my god but the picture that came to mind so quickly was just straight up Flintstones bicycle I was like maybe they could have... wait no no that's that's not that there's oh man uh, yeah you don't know
0: whether they had the beard just because they were in the anthills or whether it was a hipster thing yeah yeah right <laughs> uh this DNA evidence contradicts archaeological and isotopic data suggesting they were as carnivorous as polar bears or wolves, with a diet largely based on reindeer, woolly mammoth,
1: and woolly rhinoceros. What do you think rhinoceros? Well, meat? Woolly I'm rhinoceros. Trying to picture like what a what a cut of rhinoceros meat even like resembles. You know, like, what do you think it tastes like? I don't know.
0: Chicken. I have to. It might head somewhere between beef and and whale. <laughs> what about <laughs> what about elk? Uh, it could be kind of gamey It's probably could be quite gamey, gamey. But
1: maybe it's super fatty I, just, I have no idea like what I just can't even picture What happens mm, when you cut open a rhinoceros When you cut open a rhino's hide Like what's underneath there
2: that, And think how They have really thick They'll be like trying to cut Into an elephant right? Yeah
1: You'd think with like The primitive tools They would have had They would go for a smaller game That would be easier to Oh well, There is a mental up. floss article Entitled What do 11 popular zoo animals Taste like According oh. to people who've tried them
2: Does it panda on there? I've always been curious about panda.
1: Oh, I see. I, I I don't know what like the regular speed ones taste like. I know what the express ones taste <laughs> this like. This article. <laughs> um, sorry. It tastes right.
0: like orange. Sorry. Sorry. yeah. Orange, uh, chicken. Elephant, giraffe, penguin, tortoise, lion, python, camel, gorilla, hippo, and peacock. Oh, and sloth. Hang on. So there's only
1: hippo in this article. Hippo. Okay, I'll take hippo. I want to know what hippo tastes like. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, if my personal opinion says this hunter that hippo meat is one of the finest of game foods. Oh, the taste is mild. They
1: always say that. for
0: The a... finest. Less than lamb and more than beef. Slightly more marble than usual venison.
2: Okay. Wait. So wait, these are people that have actually tasted all of these things?
0: Uh, or are these,
2: he's just making an educated guess as to what he no, thinks? No, I think this person hasn't actually eaten it. You
1: can't... Well, I mean, if you can hunt it, you can eat it, I'm sure, so right? So he's
2: eaten... What were all the animals? Peacock? He ate a sloth?
1: Uh, someone did in this article. Aww.
2: That upsets me. Yeah, I love sloths, and I yeah. also love their cousin, the slow loris. Are you familiar with the yeah. slow loris?
1: My friend actually um, got to party with some slow lorises. Oh my god, recently. that's
2: my dream party!
1: And I think it's uh, it's somebody who lives out in Topanga Canyon who who uh, I don't think it's legal to own them. I think it's, it's not. Who has... I think
2: they're um, is it wait? One of the two are poisonous. It's either the sloth or the slow loris. It might be. I think it might be the slow loris. Or one of them has a poison in it, which I believe is why you're not supposed to just, you know, oh, you
1: have know, twelve uh, of them. There's a different cute animal, like cause, slow loris. That's the one where like the tickling videos are actually abuse, yes, right? Yes, yeah, no, it was a different. <laughs> yes, yeah, the adorable. <laughs> that tickling. was also
2: disappointing mm,
0: to yeah. hear that. Yeah, where you're like, oh, he's being tickled, and you're like, no, he's and in, he's, like, really, yeah. he's panicking he's in
2: right, pain now. right now. Stop it. Yeah. Um, uh, you
1: thinking of sugar gliders. I don't know what I'm thinking of. <laughs> Sugar gliders? You don't know sugar gl- sugar gliders? No, they're like um... it's
2: another adorable one.
1: Oh, they're really cute. Oh man, see
2: this last thing. You know about finger monkeys? Uh, <laughs>
1: these might these might be, these might be fi- also called finger monkeys. Oh, I this wonder if we're talking about glider. the same thing.
2: No, but it is it's similar. That is similar to I definitely have seen those. That yeah. is
1: that's what it's called. Yeah, it's weird, right? That name a sugar I glider because so I've
2: seen that before, but I didn't know that's what it was called. But look up finger monkey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's go in, incognito tab.
2: That's, uh, the, that's, the,
1: that's the scientific term, monkey. guys. Finger monkey. Let's do it. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. These are just baby monkeys, though. That's right?
2: what? No, I think they stay that size. Oh my god. one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know. Can't be real. Look at it.
0: Yeah, that does look just like a little monkey with almost like an afro wig, that is yeah. the size of the size of a finger. It's just like. clung clinging onto a human's finger yeah (laughs)
2: with an afro wig now i want a monkey
1: with an afro wig (laughs) that is pretty adorable Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i got to go to a monkey garden in bali last spring wait what or monkey forest a place where there's monkeys everywhere amazing
2: were they all like different monkeys or were they all the same type of like species Um, of monkey
1: the same i forgot what the kind is um but, you know, it's the kind that, like, they, they steal your jewelry and, your,
2: <laughs> and your, your kit, your food. Gang monkeys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You
1: can't.
2: laughs> The Crips? The, the, the Crip right. monkeys? That's, that's, that's what was it was? Of,
1: yeah. <laughs> but, like, the signs of it's saying that you can't keep any food in any pockets. Because they will. Yeah. yeah. And they did. You
0: can't wear red or blue. <laughs> <That's all laughs> <special. Yeah. laughs> you got to wear neutral colors. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, no baggy shorts. No... uh what are the other things? No that
0: accidental places? gang signs. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no hoodies.
2: So wait. So you just go there, and you just have to empty your pockets, and you just well, to you, play with you, monkeys? You
1: buy... I think you pay a, a nominal fee, because it's Bali, and it's mm-hmm. not nothing's very expensive. And then right. you can also buy food from them that you can give to them. But you gotta like, keep an open palm, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a, a lady who um, had a water bottle, and she tried to fight this monkey for it, and he... And he won? Yeah. Oh, here. I'll show you the Stop video of it. it. There's
0: a video. Yes. T- is this a video you yes. took? Yes. Yeah.
1: Actually, if you want to go to Andy T. Wood on Instagram, c- we could plug our Instagrams on here, right? Why sure. Why the hell not? Um, and you could scroll back to like a year ago, or maybe you can't, and see some uh, A woman mo- fighting monkey a videos. monkey for a water bottle. If my internet wouldn't be shitty right now also. Somebody to load. Um, Where were we on the hippos? So hippos, what does a camel taste like? oh hang on I close I close
0: oh no hang on here we go so a camel uh chef Anissa Halou mm-hmm. uh claims it reminds him of a cross between beef and lamb camel steaks are becoming an increasingly popular alternative to conventional red meat in much of Europe and even parts of the US apparently
2: okay. now that's you said that's a camel do they eat the the hump or is it the uh, I think it's just
0: generally like various similar cuts to what you'd eat on a Oh cow! I would have thought. Yeah. Well, the
2: hump has. Does it have water in it, or did I make that up? That I think. That yeah, it's they... sort of
0: fat. But it's not like liquid water. I think it's like fatty, like a... fat cells. That
2: right, like a titty. Yeah.
1: Oh shoot! That's loud. This is a, a woman. Oh Jesus! Yeah, she pulled the. She tried to get the water bottle away from him. He 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 won the tug of war and uh-huh. was trying to open the water bottle, and then just decided he'd had enough.
2: Oh, oh yeah, God. he was just
1: baring that's, his teeth. That's like, terrifying. You know, it was kind of scary. <laughs> that's
2: terrifying.
1: Yeah, you just—they tell you don't if they if they grab anything, just yours, leave it. It's, it's gone now. You can't um, like don't try
2: to take it. It was just a water a bottle, lady. Let go. It's not worth it. <laughs> Let go. It wasn't like.
1: But yeah, there were just all these like families of monkeys just chilling out, Aww. cleaning themselves. They are pretty cute.
2: Aw. Oh look at the one that's asleep. <laughs> God, I want an animal so badly. Yeah, right. I want all. I want a panda, you want a slow it? loris. Yeah, if they're illegal, yeah, I'm all about it.
1: I think that was a bigger thing in my parents' generation was having illegal pets. Like I think at some point my parents and their my my, my mom and her brothers might have had a chimpanzee.
2: That's hilarious. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> they I smuggled believe.
1: in. <laughs> I think I don't want to like piss anybody off by. Uh, uh, I'm sure it was done safely and. Uh,
2: but who knows? I, know. I mean, yeah. What's done is done, right? Yeah. What's the, yeah. You, the 50s, do you guys 60s. know about uh, Maine Coon cats? No, what are those? Now these are not. Ill- I don't think they're illegal. Look it up. Look it up. It's a giant cat. Like there's a there's an Instagram, and the name is Catstradamus, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's like the size of like a small mountain lion. Oh, yeah. These yeah the Maine Coon is one of the
0: largest domesticated breeds of cat. It has distinctive physical appearance and
1: valuable hunting skills. Yes. One of the oldest natural
0: breeds.
2: <laughs> and it's like I want one. Like look at
1: that. That seems <laughs> it's like that, one. that seems like there's a Paul of Tompkins bit about that about how like someone was saying wouldn't it be great if cats were the size of dogs and he was like no no <laughs>
2: like why is it scarier
1: because like that moment when in his bit when a, when a cat's sitting in your lap and then it just decides that it's done with you and it does that little like oh.
2: scratch
1: like and now imagine it's the size of, a, of one a of those receiver.
2: yeah yeah. yeah.
1: Um, yeah, the Maine Coon is often
0: cited as having dog-like characteristics. Yeah. Um, Terrifying. I don't.
1: But it makes this. me want one more. It looks so much like uh, Michael Jackson in Thriller, also. <laughs> they also... <it's, laughs> the scene when he turns towards the camera oh, yeah, and his, yeah, yeah. Eye, and his feeling, eyes are his glowing.
0: Eyes are, yeah. <laughs> it is, it's known as a gentle giant. It's a large and sociable, sociable cat. Although they do have some health problems, depending on how they've been bred, including feline hypertrophic cardiomyopathy and hip dysplasia. But apparently apparently, reputable breeders use modern screening methods to minimize the frequency of these problems. Are there
1: legality issues with owning them or is it just... I don't don't think think so. So. If I came over to someone's house and they had a fucking mountain lion on their couch.
2: It would scare me daily and that's kind of why I want... Like I would just be in the kitchen and it would just come around the corner and I would just scream. And I'd be like, oh, it's just Sheldon. You know, then watch. I'd be like, "Oh, that's my cat."
0: So the longest, the longest cat was a Maine Coon named Stewie, uh, <laughs> measuring forty-eight point five inches. It's uh, pretty big. <clears throat> well, yeah, which is over like is it's it almost like, one and a quarter meters. Is that, from, from is the that tip of his nose to the tip of his tail? Uh, it's around. Wait, what is that table? I feel like um,
2: it would be the size of the table. Actually, that table is forty-eight
0: inches. Yeah, so that's it's, almost it's, exactly that that length.
2: Jesus
1: that's a giant ass cat it's a big cat <clears throat> i want one
2: yeah i'm not even a cat person
0: but i want one all right if you have any spare Maine Coon cats listeners send them to candace
2: okay not all of them
0: okay just one check first <laughs> check Actually, first back back off if you've already got the cat ready to, to my, mail back it off
1: i want to put <laughs> send it, it to my po box if you if you have any of the pets that we, any of the animals we mentioned in your house uh even if they're illegal to have email us pictures of them we won't tell where you're from or what your name is if, if it is a super illegal animal but I want to see sugar gliders Maine coons and can we come over and play with it finger monkeys yeah and if you live within 100 miles of the Los Angeles area we will take a road trip oh yeah
2: uh, mini pigs you guys know about micro piglets <laughs> oh yeah there was a <laughs> there... I got all of them guys I got I'm, there I'm was a
0: um, there was a really nice article that I read recently I was like ah, I sort of thought ah, it's kind of clickbaity and then I read the article and it was just great it was a lovely story of this guy who adopt who got tricked into adopting what he thought was a mini pig, and it
2: grows into a, and it
0: was like a fuck a off pig. massive pig. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I oh. hear there's no such thing as micro piglets, but then I've actually heard that you just have to go to a breeder who like is well vetted, and that there actually are ones that stay tiny. You just can't trust a lot of them, so I don't know what to believe anymore. But there's one of, on Instagram, another one. Of the it's a uh, Esther the Wonder Pig. Who they got this as a micro piglet, which they thought, and then she grew up to be like five hundred pounds, and now they love her, and it's too late. It's like, what oh. can I do? I just have this hog.
1: God, just thinking about how much of a hassle it was finding a new apartment last summer. Imagine adding to yeah. that. So micro pigs are also known pig. as teacup pigs, yeah. and
0: there's this article in ModernFarmer.com that says never buy a teacup pig.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> Damn it.
0: They basically, for that exact reason, that ain't, it ain't a thing, and they just—it's just a baby pig. Mm-hmm.
2: But I do like potbelly pigs too. Like, I could, gr- I could love one, and then it just grows to the size of a belly pig, and I'd be fine with that. Like, I just don't want a hog.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. There are there are smaller breeds. There are breeds that, particularly ones that are breeds developed for things like medical research or as pets, but piglets, that don't grow oh as God. big as like farm they're
1: pigs. So cute. Also, a uh, quick plug for Babe Pig in the City, the sequel. <laughs> um... Honestly, if you haven't seen it, really surprisingly... Wait, great. are you serious? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> have you, You've seen the first Babe, probably, I, right? No. The second one is directed by the director of Mad Max and Mad Max Fury Road. And what? Yeah. It's Gene Siskel's favorite movie of 1998. Uh, it's 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 an underappreciated classic. It's super dark. It's super dark. Really? Yeah, it's great. Babe Pig in the City. Check it out.
2: My interests have been Directed cute.
1: by George Miller, I believe
2: how is that possible that he it's, does it's babe and then movie. also mad max
1: i know um I, yes george miller yeah uh it's great it's 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 like got all these allusions to like the godfather and um yeah it's bleak but it's really good I'm all right i have to
0: check it <clears> out yeah. this is super clickbaity but a few people sent this in including uh rex allen who also is kind enough to donate this month um should we do the condom story
1: i guess we should we should do that Oh, also, George Miller... Per, uh, oh, he didn't direct the first one. He co-wrote and produced it. Anyway, um, yes, we should. The icon, as it's
0: called, bills itself as the world's first smart condom can measure performance, share data with... Oh, this is bullshit. I mean, it's not bullshit, yeah, but I get, It's kind of bullshit. But yeah, It tracks speed, average thrust velocity, duration, skin temperature, girth, calories burned, and frequency
1: of sessions. It tracks girth as if that has to be tracked. <laughs> I want a plot of girth with respect to time like yeah. it's just what it is it's a constant right Companies I mean there's two states of forget it okay well yeah but yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. we're like oh good girth today you yeah, already put yeah. some effort into your girth
1: I'm feeling pretty girthy
0: today I mean it's a funny story I appreciate you sending it in yes oh god
1: we're not ripping on yeah 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 um, I just also don't understand. Does this mean it's a reusable condom? Because that's the, <laughs> the grossest thing, thing in the world, if that's what they're <laughs> yeah, saying. Yeah, that's gross. That's just disgusting. rinse it in the sink. <laughs>
0: yeah. It comes with a one-year warranty and have a micro-USB charging port. Hang on. So it, it, it must be. I guess. It must be something that goes around.
1: Just don't call it a condom, then because no one wants to, uh, in the words of a Cool Jay, don't call it a condom. Um, <laughs> To call it uh, something else because no one wants to think I, about um, reusing a thing that's called a condom. Just call it a toy or something. But who wants Us. to know their
2: statistics while fucking? Like, that's what I don't understand. People who are competitive,
0: gamifying your sex.
1: <laughs> I guess, but that's, it's like, that's what you do to a workout to make an unfun thing fun, but who needs to find a reason it's, to...
2: It's yeah. already fun, right? Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, like I oh, god, I don't want to have sex today, but I do oh. want to get my stats up.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. need to burn off a few extra calories. How from do you that want that to pizza go? Pizza I had last night. You want to go level up with me? <laughs> I ate some uh,
0: hippo last night. I want to burn it off. <laughs> do you want to help me work off that hippo? Oh my
1: god, <laughs> working off the hippo does sound like it could just be a term. For- mm-hmm. <laughs> it does sound like a sex term. Yeah. Um, oh, this actually reminds me, speaking of uh, sort of bunk science, um, do you want to get into some 3D printing things? Yeah, let's do it. Before we do the actual stories, I got a targeted ad for the exact thing that I was talking about on the podcast a while ago where I was like, why can't there just be 3D printed Invisalines where you just like yes. make them on the cheap?
2: Yeah, and there I, is. I have Invisalign.
1: You have it? You Not are... on,
2: I'm in the retainer phase of it now. Oh, okay. Yeah. But How long I used... did it take? i think like a year and a half i didn't have bad teeth i actually had braces when i was a kid yeah and then i stopped wearing my retainer so i started to get a gap again but instead of in the front my front teeth it was a gap on the side which weird. was weird and not attractive so i got it for that so i think i had it for like a year and a half and now i just wear the retainers at night
1: and you had to wear it every uh, every waking hour pretty much yeah
2: i mean yeah except when you eat and then yeah. but yeah i tried to do it as much as possible yeah Okay. I just wanted to get over with. If you want you can not do it, not be as diligent with it, but you're just going to wear it longer. Tape water,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, somebody, I, I saw, I was on Instagram, there was a targeted ad from this company that I won't name in case it really is legit, but um, I looked it up on Yelp and their reviews are not so good, but you just do an at-home impression and you mail it to them and they oh. just 3D print off a bunch of trays that are what I was was talking about. Like basically, it was like, here's where you are, where's where you're going to be? They just interpolate all those and mm-hmm. mail you a tray. And it's probably like, a tenth the cost of Invisalign but then I was at I was back in Michigan this weekend at my parents 70th birthday party happy bladed birthdays Um, and a friend of our family is an orthodontist and I was like hey I saw this thing and I was curious what do you think of it and he was like well I'll just say I've seen a before and after picture where like the After all the teeth are perfectly lined up, but then you see an x-ray, there's just like one tooth unaccounted for that just like moved into the mouth and everything else <laughs> came together.
2: It's like Craigslist Invisalign, yeah. what it sounds like.
1: If you look at the Yelp reviews for it, again, I don't want to name it in case they want to sponsor us and <laughs> show us, give us some free Invisaligns. um But yeah, it's like the idea that I love that there could be like a, a disruptor for that industry that just does this on the cheap, but it sounds like it's not there yet. Yeah. But there is some good 3D printing stuff. Like, what is the first 3D printing story? Well, should
0: there? we do the one that Justin Broad sent in that was about helping in Nepal? Yeah. Doctors yeah. turned to 3D printing to source medical supplies in earthquake recovering Nepal. Um, until recently, staff at the health clinic in Bokhata village in Nepal's... Oh, I'm not even going to try this. Had no way to examine... Are you uh, talking
1: about Sindhu? Damn it. Oh, I thought I could just do it. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Oh, you tried. You were struggling mm-hmm. on a cinder chowk? chowk?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I can't believe you stumbled on a cinder Um They uh, had no way to examine the patient's ears for signs of infection. Well, ot- otoscopes might be a common medical item in the West. I presume that's the little, that's the thing that, little, yeah, mm-hmm. shiny in the ear thing mm-hmm. that doctors have. For remote mountain hospitals in Nepal, sourcing such equipment can be next to impossible. But when Nepalese engineer Ram Chandra Thapa heard about the problems wow. facing the clinic, he found... Ah, the clinic. He skipped another word. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Balta- the Baltachar clinic, he realized he could offer a simple solution. He specializes in 3D printing. So he designed and printed a plastic otoscope. All of the doctors and medical professionals, they were happy with our 3D printed equipment, he said. Uh... So, Mr. Thapper works for Field Ready, a US based nonprofit organization that specializes in 3D printing plastic equipment for humanitarian and emergency situations. They recently established in Nepal in the wake of the country's devastating 7.8 magnitude earthquake uh, in April 2015, which killed almost 9,000 people. Um, Mr. Thapper's original focus was to design and print spare parts for machines damaged by the earthquake, but soon he realized he could also tackle Nepal's systemic hospital supply chain problem with his 3D printing skills. Um, And, hey, have a look. Here's a picture of it. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like a legit... Yeah. It looks like a proper thing. It's bright orange, so it's a little bit... has that sort of slightly fake-looking quality that everything 3D printed... It's like
2: something you might get at, like, a bachelorette party. Yeah. You know, that... Stick it in your ear! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! A party favor.
0: Uh... Uh, most of Nepal's medical equipment is manufactured in China or India, and local health clinics struggle to purchase anything that is not a bulk item. There's complex mix of, is- mix of issues, including poor road infrastructure, slow bureaucracy, and lack of money. So, Mr. Fabra is now testing designs for various 3D-printed medical instruments, including plastic fetoscopes, otoscopes, tweezers, wrist braces, and umbilical clamps. Mm. Uh... That's
1: pretty cool. Yeah. That's very cool. So it doesn't have... I thought it also had to have... I was like, did they add a lens in later? Because I thought it had maybe a magnifying glass and light or something. It, in it. I should have a
2: light. It's so dark yeah, in there. It has I, to I have a light. I thought it does
0: have a built-in light, but I'm not sure how... I mean, that would just be added.
1: Yeah, assume, I guess they just assume you can get like a little Yeah, a small light bulb, bulb or, or
0: maybe like maybe it isn't. Maybe, maybe some of them, literally, it's just a sort of eye-focusing device.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not
0: sure. I know we have doctors and medical people who uh, listen we'll post a link to that story on uh, com. if you are able to in any way let us know what the deal is um uh yeah if if there is a way to use it without a light or whether they need to actually somehow add some kind of illumination uh maybe even like a mirror so I know some of those things work with just reflection oh yeah uh do you want
1: to do the 3D printed pizza story? Sure. Although I just, oh, but the end of that article reminded me that I did also just see an article about how now they're saying maybe people should be waiting longer to clamp umbilical cords after birth. Really? What? Yeah. I guess that it's usually it's something you do right away. And I guess, uh, if you let it go longer, the baby gets all this extra more nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, let me just see. Now they're just advising wait 30 to 60 seconds before doing it that's the that's the bulk of the story I don't oh. know that you need to really... that's not very long no 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 but I used was thinking be... like you had to leave it on for hours yeah like no, let, no, let no, it no, marinate Um. wait now they're beginning to delay yeah Um. yeah it used to be 10 to 15 seconds now it's 30 to 15 it's not a big difference but um yeah I think it's one of those things where there just used to be superstitions that if you if you didn't do it right away something that maybe the baby was gonna like what was the old thinking about it um
2: It would just have negative effects on the baby if you waited too long.
1: They traditionally cut the cord quickly because of long-held beliefs that placental blood flow could increase birth complications such as neonatal respiratory distress, a type of blood cancer called polycythemia, and jaundice from rapid rapid transfusion of a large volume of blood. But recent research has shown that delaying clamping uh, does not cause complications neither the mother or the child. Um, And they have good evidence that delaying it... um, doesn't affect yeah, the mother either but it helps cool anyway yeah so uh, wait an extra 30 seconds guys uh, if, if, if no. any of you are in the uh, delivery the room right now eager. i know clamp. some of your
0: over eager placenta cutters or yep. clampers hey tom drummond sent in a story about 3d printers space pizza mm. which a th- 3d uh silicon valley startup bhex has harnessed this 3d printing technology to print pizza Funded by a grant from NASA, the purpose of the invention was to create a way for astronauts to select and produce food for themselves on missions. As banned missions to Mars become an ever-increasing possibility, astronauts might be spending much more time in space to save them from the drudgery of choking down... They're really over-egging this. Choking down freeze-dried, prepackaged space food day after day, month after month. NASA decided it was time to develop a way to cook in space. Uh, And this technology will soon be adopted commercially for us Earth dwellers as well the robot which has raised a million dollars in funding will be branded as the Chef 3D set to appear at theme parks, malls, and even sports arenas. See this, Like when you look at this as like 3D printed pizza, I mean it's sort of just like
2: one pipe that has
0: dough and then like and then, like, it squeezes down some tomato, and then it squeezes down some cheese.
2: It yeah, doesn't they, look they good don't at all. They
1: have this technology at Taco Bell to just dole out like sour cream. It, and it into the seven layer burrito. I yeah, it's I
0: don't just... know how sophisticated this really is. It doesn't seem to be operating at like a molecular
1: level. Yeah, it's basically, a cheese gun and a sauce gun. It's... It looks like. Did you guys ever eat Chef
2: Boyardee box pizza when you oh, we were kids? Loved
1: it. it, yeah.
2: it was disgusting though. But yeah, like, I ate it all the time. Yeah, you're a yeah, kid. Yeah, when it's you're pizza. a kid, you yeah. don't know any better and i've also eaten freeze dried have you ever had spaceman ice cream before oh yeah yeah they used to sell it at this store this place where i used i used to work at the mall when i was in high school and my friend used to work across the way at this place called world of science mm-hmm. <laughs> and they had ice cream the ice cream sandwiches i
1: remember so, they had like a neapolitan one that was it's mm-hmm. just like a, a a square or a rectangular prism of yeah
0: so in 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 this picture here one of these pizzas has been printed in the shape of a heart, Aww. so I guess it does have like that sort of 3D printer extra quality in that it can choose shapes and, you know, the the nozzles move around and rather than just like dolloping one thing and then dolloping another, mm-hmm. right, right, and it can be programmed. It
1: can be customized.
0: This still doesn't look like the world's most advanced technology.
1: No, no, I think uh, I'm waiting for Sean Spicer to have a, a Twitter feud with this. Uh... <laughs> 3D printed pizza is not the future of pizza. Did you see his Dippin' Dots thing? No. Oh, Sean Spicer got in like a Twitter war with Dippin' Dots like five years ago. He just like for some reason started ranting about how and Dots are not it's the ice not... cream of the future. <laughs> there's, a, there's an article what where someone just like found all his old tweets about Dippin' Dots. He just was obsessed for some reason for a while. What is wrong? <laughs> And now he's the fucking White House <laughs> press secretary. Yeah. I've
2: never had Dippin' Dots. I know what they are. I remember seeing him in the mall. But, but they are gone now, aren't they, for the most part? I don't I th- see them anywhere. I think
1: when it went out of business, he also tweeted like a gloaty sort of tweet like, Ha! I told who, you. Who's the future of who's ice future cream now? now? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, was there another 3D printing story or was that? I, I don't know. That's probably enough. I think that's enough 3D That's, that's enough for one day. This has been 3D Corner.
0: It has. It has. We'll put all those stories <laughs> on com. where also the uh, the uh, donation button is, which, like I say, has been used by Rex Allen, who also contributed a story. But also monthly donations have come in from Brooks Gilmore, Ben Marriott, Patrick Chalkley, James Casson, Zvonimir Kroons, Tony Johansson, Stuart Holding, and uh, an extremely generous monthly donation from Linda Moulton. Um, Thank you, Linda. So, all of you generous, but... Jeez, Linda, that's really cool of you. Thank you very much. Um, and also on ProbablyScience.com is the Amazon Shopping button. If you're buying anything on Amazon, click through our link first, because you know extra, we get a little kickback. Why not set that as your bookmark for Amazon on your browser of choice? You never have to remember to type the whole thing in. Uh, and also spread the word. Tell people. Tweet, Facebook, um, Instagram, whatever social media you use, Snapchat. I don't know. I don't care. Well, um, oh,
1: actually, yeah, isn't it like National Podcasting Month? Have you seen the tri- hashtag tripod that's it can't be National Podcasting Month and National
2: Women's History Month.
1: Is it that also? Yeah. Oh, damn it. I just thought it was the day. I didn't know there was a month.
2: No, well, yesterday was women, International Women's Day. Yeah. And then, but the month of March is actually, yeah, women's history. Okay. But it can also so be. Just, Months are like, they overlap. Let's
1: say, go, go try out a new podcast about women's history. And then it's killing two words. But yeah, I think this hashtag tripod thing is a thing people are pushing. So... Yeah, uh, use that hashtag when you're suggesting that people listen to ours or any, you know, just spread the word about any podcast that you like. Tell people about, tell people in person what a podcast is and how to listen to it. Um, we've had a couple of clarifications before we get on to
0: like uh, um story. Firstly, um, last week we were talking about peeing on plastic money oh, and yeah. I pointed out that Australian money is plastic. Uh, so thank you, Emma Wilton, for sending in a picture of not urine, but uh, tap water, and then a similar picture from Stacy with Canadian money. So apparently both of those are water
1: durable. We're just one of the most backwards countries. America money to...
0: is shit. Like, America money.
1: The newer things are... They're added slightly some... better, but like it's... It's
0: crappy, it goes into like crumbly, shitty paper, and then also yeah. all of the notes are exactly the same size and color.
1: So fuck blind people.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, fuck old people. Just anyone who's struggling in any way with, <laughs> yeah. w- with sight or dexterity. Um,
1: but yeah. Um. But speaking of peeing where you're not supposed to pee, a couple people sent in this article and thought that I would like it as a swimmer. Um, how much pee is in our swimming pools? New urine oh, test reveals the truth. <laughs> uh, I don't want to know. Um. Well, I'll just hear. I'll. I'll just ask you what you think it is, Candace. So if you were talking about a pool that's. 830,000 liters uh, and one-third the size of an Olympic pool. Of those 830,000 liters, how many liters would you guess are urine? Oh,
2: God. Uh, let's say uh, 30. 75.
1: Jesus! 75. Which is a lot, but also not a lot in the grand scheme of things. It's like about one part per 10,000. That's a lot. per 10,000? T- so it's like if you had a martini glass... If you had a martini, I want it to be zero percent pee. And then someone puts in one (laughs) drop from an eyedropper.
2: Yeah, I'm sending that martini back.
1: A pint. You have a pint glass. Someone puts a single drop. I want zero urine. You're not gonna.
2: You know, here people don't know this, but urine is sterile. Urine is yeah, urine is actually sterile. (laughs) So it just I just don't (laughs) like the idea
0: of it. Yeah, this is there's a there's a visual representation in this Guardian article that was sent in by. Uh, Alistair Willett and it's um, yeah it's this large it's this very large square and a single dot in the le- top left hand corner is purple is a different color and that's the we'll link to that. that well, is and that's th- why I'm saying just swim around it.
1: Swim around it.
0: Um, swim right? around when it. You see the- <laughs> <laughs> but it, it does say in this article uh, despite urine being sterile there is some evidence that particularly react that reacting with the chemicals that are already in pool can Cause irritation to eyes and lungs. There's something called swimming pool lung which is that a you known, get from pee which is a, a condition that people pee who work mixing with chlorine yeah apparently people who work in swimming pools sometimes have like breathing difficulties and they thought it could be some of the chemicals that are in the water and possibly exacerbated urine. by them reacting with the urine with yeah. uric acid.
1: See guys stop urea. peeing in the pool. Well as a swimmer I will say I'm never gonna stop everyone does it and it's fucking fine.
2: No! <laughs> don't promote it! <laughs> what? Like, you can do it, but don't brag about it.
1: It's one of those things that, like, outside of swimming, maybe everyone pretends, but, like, if you ask any person who swims competitively, like, you're not... Well, for one thing, like, when you're in practice, the coach isn't going to let you like if you're going to ask to leave that's fine but you guys stay, keep go, that in
2: your competitive pee pool no, alright just don't bring it to the recreation those w- are
1: the bigger pools anyway so they have more water too <laughs> I will
0: so say enough. that I definitely think you should stop putting droppers of urine in martinis
1: yes I should like, that's frowned that's upon weird. in most it's places it's weird uh, okay but like if someone okay how about this for the drinking analogy what's your your favorite drink is like a Moscow Mule you said or no like, I
2: like the whiskey ginger whiskey
1: ginger so imagine you've got like a, a highball glass of that and If someone said, for the rest of your life, you can have those for free wherever you go, but as it comes out, they have to put a single drop of pee in, or you can pay full price for these drinks for the rest of your life.
2: I'm going to switch to a Moscow Mule or, (laughs) you know, go with the old faithful vodka tonic.
1: Okay.
0: We we should point out, um, given this is a science podcast, how they discovered this.
1: Oh, yeah. I was going to test works by measuring the concentration of an artificial sweetener, which is called acesulfame potassium, acesulfame. Uh, it's commonly found in processed food and passes through the body unaltered. And after tracking the levels of that sweetener in two public pools in Canada over a three-week period, they calculated that swimmers had released 75 liters of urine into that 830,000-liter pool.
2: Wait, they so, were just tracking an artificial sweetener? Well, like, what if but that's people, how they can tell. What that if people wouldn't pee that introduced. didn't have that in them? So there's a possibility that there's more pee in there. They said well, it's I,
1: also in processed food in general. I, I guess. I, I trust their methods. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe You're right. Maybe there's more pee than that.
2: I'm always thinking there's more pee than what they think
1: there's always more pee there's always more pee um yeah researchers were unable to confirm exactly what fraction of visitors were choosing to quietly relieve themselves in the water rather than making the shivery trip to the changing rooms the results suggest that the urine content was being topped up several times each day Um, maybe I shouldn't be encouraging this. Like, you shouldn't whatever. Yeah, how about this? I don't pee in pools, guys. It was all a joke. Uh, don't do it.
2: <laughs> but Andy said it was cool. He does it all the time.
1: Um. To all the kids that are listening. Yeah.
2: Hey,
0: do we have, do we have time for one, um, uh, one more story? Sure. Because I think we should do the dog one. Uh, the dog MRI story. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty cute one. Sent in by Karen on Twitter, a.k.a., uh. Sisyphist. Sisyphist on Twitter. Uh, brain scans of service dog trainees help sort weaker recruits from the pack. Brain scans of canine candidates to assist people with disabilities can predict which dogs will fail a rigorous service training program, a study finds. <laughs> the study found that fMRI boosted the ability to identify dogs that would ultimately fail service dog training to Aww. 67%, up from about 47% without the use of the
1: fMRI. See, this... the uh, You don't know what... Ca- I wonder what uh, DeVos would say about this. See, this is not measured. This is uh, this is what What was Al Franken asking her if she if she prioritizes uh, proficiency or growth. Great, yeah. So all of the dogs in the study under grizzly bears. Yeah, Yeah. Uh,
0: I'm rich. Give me the job. Uh, All of the dogs in the study underwent a battery of behavioural tests, showing they had a calm temperament before being selected for training. Despite calm exteriors, however, some of the dogs showed higher activity in the amygdala. An area of the brain associated with excitability. these dogs were more likely to fail the training program. The brain scan test may be like taking a dog's mental temperature. Uh, you could think of it as a medical test with normal range for a service dog, as the heightened neural activity that we see in the amygdala of some dogs may be outside of that range, indicating an abnormal value for a successful service dog. The findings are important since the cost of training a service dog ranges from 20 to 50,000 dollars. As many as seventy percent of the animals that start a six to nine month training program have to be relate, released for behavioral reasons.
2: Six to nine month training program. Yeah.
0: Says.
1: Uh, what is the bulk of that? Says Gregory 50 grand Going to over those six months. That seems uh... treats. Okay. <laughs> 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 First of all, wait, isn't there doggy in? Isn't there some way to get these unfocused dogs to sit still? And yeah, and
0: you know some some of those unfocused dogs, like they might be. They might be angsty at school, but actually they turn out to be the
1: most inventive service dogs. They could be the next Steve dog, Jobs. 90% of dog CEOs actually had behavioral problems as puppies. So that's...
0: Um, that's, That is a cute story, though. I think The picture
1: uh, of the dogs expectantly waiting by the MRI scanner is if they know they're about to be judged. Like, did like you see I, the I'm picture? Just, I'm
2: picturing a dog just waiting and he's getting uh, paper slid to him with his test results yeah. on it. That are...
1: Ooh! Yeah.
0: Yeah, it does say in this study that any dogs that fail just go straight in a thresher. No. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm
1: kidding. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's a horrible note to end things on. Yeah, we can't. Okay, we got to end things on a nicer note. Uh, oh, actually,
1: uh, can I plug something? If I put yeah, this out, if I put this out in time, let's see. It's uh, if I put it out in the next two hours. Um, if you have IFC, turn it on tonight at ten o'clock. I'm on Portlandia. Yay! Right. Congrats. Yeah, I got that's a little, dope. Little sketch with Fred and Carrie. It's pretty fun. Um... And actually, whatever, go to ifc.com and watch it the rest of the week if you have if you have a, a cable package that lets you do
0: that. Uh, uh, well, we're staying in slightly the sad uh, world as well, by the way, R.I.P. Uh, Ron Draver, uh, who was one of the three founders and originators of LIGO. Um, he's been ill for quite a long time, so I think it's been a long time coming. But, uh, yeah, him, um, Ray Weiss, and Kip Thorne are the, sort of the three people who created LIGO, which discovered th- – which, like, took – decades before it discovered a gravi- gravitational wave. So, like, super for th- forward-thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen back, we've got a couple of LIGO episodes in our back catalogs, the ones with, uh, Jan Eleven and, uh, Jamie Rollins and Larry Price. Uh, check those out to find out more about LIGO if you didn't listen to those episodes first time round. Uh, they're really cool, fun, and interesting episodes, and, um, uh, but yeah, RAP Ron. Uh, yeah. super
1: talented scientist. Um, Oh, by the way, speaking of old episodes, I forgot when we had Johnny on last week that he was on episode six, five years which, ago. Which
0: I wasn't on, so
1: I like... <laughs> so you forgot. That yeah. was
0: one of the ones when I was out of the country. before. So
1: just go back through. I think you can find all five years of shows on, on iTunes by scrolling down, or if not, just Google Probably Science Johnny Pemberton. You can listen to his... His first appearance in the show.
0: Hey, Candace, where can our listeners find out more about you and what you're doing?
2: Oh, that's very simple. You can go on my Twitter, which is Jokes by Candace Also, my Instagram and Snapchat. Um, I also have a podcast on iTunes called Opharius, the show that is offensive and hilarious. <laughs> nice. And my web series on YouTube, Creepy Caress.
0: What is the basis of that web series?
2: Creepy Caress, uh, they're independent sketches and... Uh, So like they each episode lives in its own world. But uh, it's me and my friend Brenda Colonna, who we teamed up probably like four years ago and raised some money on Kickstarter and funded this web series. And it's just the word the name creepy caress came from uh, the inspiration for that was I don't know if you guys ever paid attention to this. But like in movies and television shows, you will often see an old creepy dude taking his hand and then caressing the side of a woman's face. Oh yeah face. yeah yeah
1: with the back of his fingers yeah
2: yeah. <laughs> and he's like oh hello he's just <laughs> sometimes it's on the arm it's on the side of the arm Ugh. and I started I became fascinated with it because I was like why is nobody saying like why is it no woman is reacting to this when it's the creepiest thing yeah. when a complete stranger comes up to you and does that so I, I started doing it I would go up to people like at the, the comedy <laughs> store and that's just how I greet people I'd go, hello. <laughs> I would <just>, go <laughs> hello <laughs> And then I did it so much that Brenda was like, you know what? I think that might be the name of our web series. And I was like, I think I like that. So hey, it excellent. just kind of stuck. Do the people usually back away when this happens? or? Well, no, it's usually men that I do it to. Yeah, so. And they're not, they're just like, it's not creepy when you do it, Candace. I'm like, yeah. no, it's still funny, though. Yeah. Like, it's still a funny thing to have happen to you. Just a hand, a dead hand that just comes <laughs> oh. on your face. The
1: back of a hand, yeah, the
2: back of, Yeah, it's such a
1: strange... <laughs> you know that sensitive area known as the fingernail, like why would that be what <laughs> why you is to that touch someone right,
2: right? Yeah. Bane and Bane did it in uh, uh one of the dark Knight movies, yeah, he did it right before he killed somebody, was like yeah. said he whispered something in his ear and then snapped his neck, I was like, yeah, creepy
1: oh. caress. Oh. <laughs>
0: Um, I guess, can we also announce that uh, people in Portland are able to see Candace.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. We haven't actually launched the perform. Yes, yes. All three of us will be at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, May 4th through 7th up in Portland, Oregon. Go to BridgetownComedy.com. Um, hopefully by early next week, we'll have the full lineup announced.
0: And we'll be doing a live Probably Science up there, I'm sure, and yes, some yeah. other gigs. And then,
1: yeah, Candace will be doing stand-up be there, and some yes. other stuff. yes and oh great work on the tonight show by the way listeners thank go you watch your, it was like a month ago
2: that yeah I did that end of January yeah. January 25th on uh, tonight show with Jimmy Fallon we'll Sweet. link to
1: that also over so on probablyscience.com.
0: find all those things you can find us at probably and Twitter at probably science Facebook slash probably science you can tweet us individually at Andy T. Wood and at Matt Kirshen mm-hmm. uh, subscribe if you're not already subscribing that helps our numbers tell a friends spread the word uh, donate if you're able to donate if you're shopping through Amazon, use our links and check out uh, Candace's stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having
1: me. It was fun,
2: guys. Bye. <laughs>